You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that, according to Brendan Rogers, has great character <laughs> and not much else. Today we have Karami Kamil. What's up, guys? Who's a wonderful human being? One of these days, I am going to get Brendan Rogers right now. I'm going to do the impression correctly. <laughs> you're, you're almost there. You're almost there. I am Faisal American, whose character resembles Daffy Duck. You're despicable. Uh, Nicholas John is absent today. He is still on international duty and we're refusing to charter a private jet to bring him back early. <laughs> In his place, we have a special guest. Uh, just like last week, we spoke with a Malaysian supporter of one of the uh, smaller Premier League clubs. You may have heard of this week's club, Manchester United. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> Put down your keyboards, people. <laughs> uh, now, this Manchester United fan is different, though. He's been supporting them since way before the Ferguson era. So he's seen some highs and lows, just like today's United fans. Before that, the latest round of World Cup qualifiers is over. So far, 13 teams have qualified. The latest was Argentina. They had a goalless draw against Brazil, who also qualified. Uh, other results from uh, South America ensure that Argentina got automatic promotion. Karam, there was never any doubt about Argentina qualifying, kan? Uh, totally no doubt. Argentina and Brazil are like just... They're, even though they, they did not go through the qualifying stages they will qualify uh, at the end but I think the most interesting part of the South American qualifiers are Ecuador and Colombia are third and fourth in the standing so Ecuador has 23 points after 14 games they've been playing well their core players consist of their previous under 23 squad and they're doing well um, Colombia Peru meanwhile who sits at the fourth and fifth place still in contention to qualify but they need to I think they need to buck up a bit because there's only one point different between them with Chile and Uruguay to be honest, I'm quite shocked that Chile and Uruguay are not higher up the standings uh, with the plays that they have. Such as, for Chile, such as Alexis Sanchez. I think they Ooh. should be better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Uruguay, they have Cavani and Suarez, right? So I think, mm. I, I think they just might be able to sneak up the table and get a qualifying spot. Okay. As for Europe, uh, 10 teams have qualified so far. Uh, they include the usual suspects, like Belgium, England, France, Spain, uh, Denmark, Germany and the Netherlands. There are two notable absentees, Italy and Portugal. Uh, they have to go through the uh, new European playoffs along with 10 other teams like Turkey, Russia, Ukraine, Sweden, Scotland and Wales. In this new qualifying format, uh, the 12 teams will be divided into uh, three groups of four they're going to battle it out for three qualifying spots the interesting bit about this uh, is that theoretically Karama Italy and Portugal could be drawn in the same group so if that happens one of them will not be in Qatar next year true Faisal and I think they only have themselves to blame Portugal they screwed up in the match against Ireland where they drew nil-nil they should have won that match and in the last match against Serbia, they lost 2-1 and Serbia topped the group. So, 
uh, the former European champions, I think, should have been better. They should have qualified automatically, right? So they only have themselves to blame. And Italy, oh Lord, Italy, what happened to Italy? I really hope this is just a blip and they can make it to the World Cup. And Faisal, seriously, fingers crossed. I hope both of these teams won't be won't be seated against each other. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to imagine a World Cup without Ronaldo. Although it could be practiced for when after he retires. <laughs> Which is not long, I guess. <laughs> it's Ronaldo, you never know, dude. He could be playing until he's 50. Oh god, no. <laughs> So the draw for the playoffs will take place uh, next week. We'll talk more about that when it's out. Moving on to the Premier League. Yes, it's back. Uh, This weekend, one of the highlights will be uh, Liverpool going against an informed Arsenal team at Anfield. Now, Liverpool are going into this after a draw and a loss. Well, Arsenal are unbeaten in eight matches. Yes, but... Although they are in good form, Arsenal, I'm, I still think that Liverpool has enough quality to put them to the sword. No disrespect to Arsenal, they are, they are quite a good team. But I don't think their defence can handle the attacking trio of Liverpool. You know, Mane, Salah and Firmino. So, I'm pretty sure in the first half it's going to be a good match. But as the match goes on, I think Liverpool will definitely come out as winners. Meanwhile, uh, leaders Chelsea will be taking on Leicester. Chelsea has been doing well so far without strikers, without Timo Werner and Romelu Lukaku, who is out injured. And I've read somewhere that both Lukaku and Werner has started training. So with the inclusion of these two players for Chelsea, they will definitely run riot uh, against Leicester. They have not won in the last three league matches, I, I think. So, uh, I think Chelsea is going to win this match, but I don't know. Maybe you, Brendan Rodgers, have something up your sleeve and <laughs> could pull an upset. <laughs> We're going to rely on our great character and <laughs> the character part really nails it. Uh, also happening this weekend, we have Watford uh, at home against Manchester United. Man City uh, will take on Everton and Tottenham are up against Leeds. There's bad news for Lee Zijia. He had to retire from his first round match at the Indonesian Badminton Masters due to injury. Uh, Karam, is this is a case of doing too much too soon? Zijia has been in five or six tournaments consecutively since the end of September. I'm pretty sure that uh, that has taken a toll on his body because they haven't been playing much, you know, due to COVID. So this many tournaments in this short amount of time, I think it's going to take a toll on every player's body so it's mm-hmm. it's unfortunate that Zija is the one who is facing all these injuries but no worries uh, if he misses the next tournament which is the Indonesian Open mm-hmm. uh, he's currently ranked second in the World Series ranking if I'm not mistaken so his spot in the World Tour Finals is secured so I think he can afford to sit out the Indonesian Open just to be extra ready extra prepared ex- just to get extra rest for the World to her finals. Get well soon, Zija. We hope you have a speedy recovery. And now, uh, allow me to introduce today's special guest. He's a veteran entertainer, a stand-up comedian, a show organiser and an actor. You may have seen him in Kopitiam. He supports Manchester United. Mr. Andre de Cruz, welcome to the Podball Sportscast. 
Andre, you've been a fan for a long time. Uh, did you start before or after they changed their name from uh, Newton Heath? <laughs> oh, after, after. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, it was 1977, not 1877. And uh, all my uncles and all that were really excited because in I was in Johor at the time and the first um, FA Cup final was being shown live. So I like, okay, I watch la. And then they all like, oh, they all betting and supporting. And I figured like, okay, I want to be part of this someday. I'll just start following whoever wins. Right. And would you believe it? That final was between Manchester United and Liverpool. And United won. And it kind of started from there. All right. So you started with the big <laughs> rivalry. La. Yeah, but not, not knowing anything about it. I knew nothing uh, virtually nothing of the rivalry or the league at that point. Well, you can say the same about our podcast members now. Right. What other uh, sweet uh, memories uh, do you have of that time? Okay. It kind of kicked into high gear when I went to the UK and uh, was studying their A-levels and all that. By then, we already had... Uh, like the, the FA Cup was Doherty, but uh, by then it was already Atkinson. And um, basically like 83 to 86, the, the two FA Cup wins, 83, 85. And then in 84, I, I remember I was having a gala time because they won the first 10 games in a row and like 12 out of 15 or something before they fumbled and finished fourth. So I kind of started then, I guess. 83 to 85, really hardcore. Now let's move on um, to this segment that I like to call Who For. I'm going to ask you for your honest, unfiltered opinions uh, on these Manchester United figures. Okay. Eric Cantona. I still remember the time it was January. Uh, he was still playing for Spurs in January. United got hammered. And then he moved on to United. And by the end of January, Spurs got hammered by United. And he scored in both games started there and but you know of course ended with the dreaded drop kick but he went into acting so still had a bit of support there for him because i started off as one late in life too and he's also a poet you know who can forget yeah. the eagles yeah. and the crawlers and I, right until now i have no idea what he meant uh, <laughs> No, neither do I. All right, uh, Roy Keane. Okay. Um, well, you know, I mean, fantastic. I mean, wonderful captain, despite his temper and mm. his uh, some really nasty own goals. But I don't know, I I, I fairly favourable mm -hmm. with him. As a Liverpool supporter, um, he was the one captain right. that I hated, but I respected. Okay, so uh, Gary Neville. Gary Neville, okay, the the long serving one, the last of the Fergie boys, I think, to play. I think, I mean, he was a very consistent, also maybe not hundred percent like Roy Keane, but also hardworking. And I think he he rallied the team a lot, uh, especially when Keane wasn't there. Ronaldo, okay, very funny story there. Uh, there was a time when I was a bit of a lull and not paying too attention. Then suddenly I heard Ronaldo joining United. My first thought, I kind of freaked because not a big Brazil fan, and I thought it was that Ronaldo. <laughs> and I'm like, no! <laughs> it was the Portuguese one, and I felt a little better. 
Ruud van Nisselrooy. Ah, another fantastic goal scorer. He's a good servant to the club. I mean, yeah, just, just such a good goal scorer. And I enjoyed the time when, although he'd moved on and it was the last time he played against United and he scored the goal for the other team. So that was kind of nice. Yeah, I quite liked him. Oli Gunnar is your uh, current manager. Uh, Judging by how he's done now, are you uh, Oli in or Oli out? Well, just like uh, Ryan Giggs, uh, I'm a bit sentimental, you know, so I'm definitely Ole in. So basically with um, Solskjaer, he's, um, yeah, I, I guess I think he deserves more time because his, um, uh, if you like his uh, failures or his, his bad moments, I think have not been as bad as some of the other managers. And, you know, they they have finished pretty highly. I'm really high in a high position. And I appear to be more of a threat now, I think, consistent threat. Andre, before we go, let's do a bit of trivia, shall we? Unfortunately, we don't have any prizes because uh, no budget. Lah. Are no, you ready, okay. sir? Uh, God help me, but I guess so. I'm not going to be accessing the internet, so all the best to me. All right, question one. Oli Gunnar is from Norway. The capital of Norway yes. is Oslo. Who was Man United's longest-serving captain? Longest-serving captain, Brian Robson? Correct, 12 years. Oh, man, I thought the unconnected intro would throw people off. It's never worked. Ah, yes. <laughs> I, I, I have done that from time to time myself, so nice try, though. Question two. Who holds the record for most Manchester United goals? Uh, I think Ron, uh, one of the R's, uh, I think Ronaldo. Close, Rooney. Rooney. Uh, which Liverpool player went on to manage United? And he's a famous one. Yikes. Why have I gone a blank? 70s, right? No, no, I've gone a blank. Samant Busby. Right, right. Shocking, isn't it? Exactly. Completely forgot. Yeah, he was in Liverpool. Yeah. It's a bit before your time. <laughs> It's a yeah, it's a bit before my time, yes. And finally, which of these three players did not uh, feature for both Liverpool and Manchester United in the Premier League era? Paul Ince, Michael Owen, and Peter Beardsley. Peter Beardsley! Yes, you won! Uh, not so bad. Um, unfortunately, you are uh, second in the rankings behind the Everton fan who got all his correct. Okay. So long as it wasn't a Liverpool fan. I think worse, worse now is like as long as it's not a Man City fan. <laughs> well, I'll try to quiz him if I can actually find one here. Speaking of which, right. if you are a Manchester City fan, please contact the Podball Sportscast. Right. We would love to interview you, all two of you. That has been yet another episode of the Podball Sportscast. Thanks for tuning in. I am Faisal American. And I am Karami Kamil. Say goodbye, Andre. Goodbye, Andre. Goodbye, Andre.